0: love to chat. Oh, what it's like to be an ant.
1: Those who ant. Those who ant. Hello, and thank you for listening to Those Who Ant, the podcast for people who want to see the world through ant-colored glasses. I am Auntie Mags.
0: I'm Aunt Pat.
1: And uh, boy, it's been a couple days since I've seen your face. I'm so happy to see you. What's been going on with you,
0: Pat? Oh, my God. Well, I tried to help my male lady who has that sideways leg.
1: Um... Would you, I have not had the pleasure of seeing your mail lady. What does sideways leg mean?
0: Her leg, you know, her foot points not forward, but to the side. And I always feel for her. And I always try to meet her at the truck and grab the mail from her. And she said, that's against the law. And And then I say, I'm trying to help you. And she said, I know you are. And then she said, but I can't. So I was, you know, I wait for the truck and then I see her and then I just walk next to her just to let her know that I'm there for her to support her. And anyway, I think she's mad at me. Do you know her name? No, she won't tell me. She won't tell me her name. I've given her, uh, I always give her cash for Christmas, which is fine, which is great if she doesn't believe in Christmas or the story, the our religion, whatever. But, um, you know, I just feel like I've really screwed up this relationship and it makes me nervous. I, I mean, I want to be friends with her just in general, be a good human, but I also want to make sure I get all my mail.
1: Okay, well, I, I got to ask you this. Um, do you think there's any part of her that maybe feels like you are not giving her credit for being able to do the job that she does?
0: I hadn't looked at it that way because maybe what it looks like is, oh, my God, you're incompetent. Let me carry the mail for you. When in reality, what I mean to be saying is, well, I guess that's that is what I mean. I'm worried that she won't be able to deliver the mail because of her leg, because I feel she's going to veer off. You know, when you see something that goes in a circle because it's broken, that's what I'm fearful is going to happen. She's going to end up in a hedge. Okay, now I realize how it looks maybe to her. And maybe what I should just yell from my window is, you got it. And I know you got it. Okay,
1: yes. See, maybe that's what she needs is kind of foster an environment of support for her. Because, first of all, if you listen to this podcast and your leg, how did you say it? Her foot points
0: to the side, so I guess her leg follows.
1: So, if you're listening to this podcast and that happens to apply to you, if you're listening to this podcast and you happen to be Pat's mail carrier, then, you know what? You got this. You go, girl. Go do it. You can do it. You can do anything.
0: Well, anything seems too broad because... I don't want her to try to do something like run a race. I don't think that she should.
1: But you don't know that she can.
0: Well, I know that it won't be pretty. And I know that if someone goes to a race and they see her running, they'll forget about the loved one and they'll be like, what's going on? Okay,
1: first of all, no, buddy. You cannot think like that. That is not how anybody should view this woman. What we should say is, wow, here's a woman doing a job that is very physically demanding. And, you know... She's making the best of her own life, and she's going out there, and she's doing what people think she can't do, and that's literally true because you just said you think she can't do it. Now, this woman is remarkable, sounds like, and I think it's very cool that the way you described it, when I picture it, it makes it sound like, to me, she's kind of just standing on stage the way a Shakespearean actor would stand, delivering a soliloquy, but she's doing it with the male, and I think that's outstanding. So maybe look at her and say, you know what? Mail carrier, which I think is what you're supposed to call them, postal worker, mail carrier.
0: But doesn't mail carrier imply mail and mail lady implies? Well, I don't know how she identifies, to be honest with you. I'm just making a guess due to, um, you know, her carriage. And I—and she has. She has boobs. I think what you're saying is, This is my limitation and not hers. This is a limited way of thinking about the world. And, you know, sometimes I think I'm getting old and I don't know if I can change, but hopefully this podcast does open my eyes and keep me honest about my own limitation. My limitation is when I see my mail carrier coming, I worry that I won't get my checks and that's on me and I should do direct deposit. And that's the takeaway.
1: I don't know if that exactly is the takeaway, but I think you're getting closer.
0: <laughs> I think that's as far as I'm going to get today.
1: Okay. Well, just also know this. If you're listening to this podcast and you happen to be differently abled, we support you. If you're listening to this podcast and you happen to be gender nonconforming or uh, you present in a different way than somebody uh, and somebody misgenders you, we love you. We support you. You have a place here. And Pat is very loving and very accepting. I think maybe this one... You know, we're going we're gonna to spend some time reflecting on?
0: Yeah, I can be better. It's just my own thing. Yeah. I'm carrying around a lot of anger and I'm taking it out just in all different directions. It's getting real diffuse. Sure. And
1: I think, you know, we're all stuck inside and we're all doing all these different things we wouldn't normally be doing. Everybody's got to make their own way. I think you're doing the best you can, but it's more important to me that you know that your mail carrier is capable and wonderful and beautiful and however they are presenting themselves also were you in your mind saying m-a-l-e because if you're saying male carrier like that then that is definitely a masculine interpretation of that word but if you're saying it like m-a-i-l then yeah Hmm. carrier is the part that replaces the gendered part of that sentence
0: well there you go there you have it
1: Alright good You know who I'd love to talk to about this Because our guest today is one of my favorite human beings alive And I'm so excited that we were able to arrange a time Because she's on the go This woman is on the go And we are so happy to have her Please ladies and gentlemen Mostly ladies but however you identify Please welcome to the show Aunt Jo I'll leave the nickname to be inserted later by you Because I don't want to call you that But you could call you that Welcome to the podcast,
2: Joe. (gasps) Woo! Yes. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. You know what's funny? You said on the go, and I kept thinking, (laughs) Aunt Joe on the go. How fun is that? Because, you know? Because of the rhyming. (sighs) Yeah, I'm going to start using that.
0: Joe, have you ever had something not show up in the mailbox and you were kind of convinced it was due to a letter carrier's inability to make it to the box? You know what, I'll be totally
2: honest, I haven't even, I lost my mail key a year ago. And you can't get those, you know, they just, they don't replace them. So you just haven't gotten mail? From- yeah, so at my condo, I just, I don't get mail.
0: Okay, what?
2: Because I lost the key. Where does it you know, go? Because they have the tiny, those keys are so small, you know, so. And, you know, i if you're wearing a pair of, you know, tight jeans or something, it, anything can fall out. That's your daughter's jeans, my favorite. So, um,
0: where's your mail?
2: Well, I guess, I mean, I assume a lot of it's in the box, but I think they just stopped. I don't know if she thinks I've passed or... I'm not sure. Why not?
1: I know they're hard to get, but the homeowners association has got to have more keys. Or why not get a P.O. box and just forward your own mail to your own P.O. box? This way you don't miss out. And also... I honestly, I wouldn't know how to do that. Oh, girl. So, you know.
2: But I have my emails all set up.
1: Okay. Okay. Not a lot of people know this, but email and mail aren't always
2: related. Yeah, but I figure, you know, it's mainly the same. Or that's, you know... I don't, I guess I'm, well, I'm just, I'm not like a tech pro or
0: whatever. Oh, me neither. Me neither. If you told me, oh, um, your mail is now your email. Well, one, I wouldn't trust it, but two, I'd believe it. If they said, oh, tomorrow, all your mail comes through. And I'd be like, even the packages? Yeah, you just check for attachments. I'd be like, okay, all right. You know, but that's where I am. That's, what, that's why the world is so scary. You know, you get to a certain age because I am gullible. You know, when you hear about all those scams and I thought, I think, oh, I bet I'm embroiled in one currently.
2: Uh, yeah. But you know what? I think emails are more fun anyway, because that's how you get the forwards and things like that. And there's always, you know, I get jokes from friends so you can pass on to everybody and you, you can't do that with mail anyway. So, yeah, no, you sent me one the other day that's <laughs> didn't pass this on to 20 of
1: my friends. I was going to be cursed.
0: Yeah. Isn't that fun? Did you do it, Max? Did you pass it? Because I, I didn't get I don't think I got it from you.
1: No, you didn't, because here's what I did. I get nervous, because I don't want to send people bad vibes or whatever. Not that you were sending me bad vibes, show. I know you would never do it. But I get nervous, so I just send it to myself a bunch of times. And then I keep doing it, and now it's all I do.
2: Well, I get the, uh, so male Damon or something, I guess a lot of them bounced back. Who is male Damon anyway? Is it like Matt Damon? <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? But all of a sudden, Matt Damon is just emailing me, oh, please, I wish. God.
0: That would be incredible. I mean, can you imagine? But I want to know who's Matt Damon. Uh,
2: Matt Damon, if you're listening,
0: <laughs> email me.
1: <laughs> oh, God willing. It. Now, what if Matt Damon's been sending you snail mail for years? You just never
2: got it. Oh god, I'd kill I'd kill myself. Same.
1: We love you. We love you so much.
2: Well, that's right, Matt Damon. Email the H at yahoo.com. Tell everybody what that H stands for. So it's really funny. Um, so my My nieces, I have twin nieces, Brixton and Brighton, and they both call me Aunt Jo the Ho. Ah! Is that something? Um,
1: two things. One, I love the names of children that could very easily be a bracelet company. And two... How old are they?
2: They're 14 and, you know, they actually, they do love um, jewelry. I'm going to mention that to them because that could be something really fun for them because they're getting, you know, they've they've gotten in a little bit of trouble. So that could be something good for them.
1: They're getting in some trouble. Maybe you and Pat could have uh, a little chat about that. Oh,
0: what's going on? you know, mine are shoplifting and stealing from me, which is it the worst crime in the world? No. Is it a crime? I guess under the eyes of the law. Yeah.
2: And that's so funny because I, I steal from them. I steal their clothes. Isn't that funny? Because I get into their clothes sometimes.
0: <laughs> God love you. You got the body to do it. I mean.
2: Oh, ugh. stop. Come on. You really you know, do. It, well, I work out, you know, I have my um, Peloton, but Come on. It's it's not even that great. I can wear their clothes. So (laughs) so that's, you know, how I how I uh, gauge it. Right. (laughs) Did you get that Peloton? Because um...
0: I loved the ad, the ad where uh, the husband, you know, I felt like that husband like this was going to be a dateline, like use this bike or I'm going to use this against you if you don't use the bike. And, uh, you know, that murder would happen to this woman. (laughs)
2: You know, speaking of, did I tell you I saw my ex in Dateline?
0: Oh my God!
2: Yeah, right. I dodged a bullet, right? Literally. Well, he dumped me, but it wasn't. I, you know, I wanna. I'm. am having fun. You know, we don't have to define it. But what are we? You know, and I guess so. He wound up. He wound up um, entrapping some older man or something and killing him, or I. I don't even know. But I, my girlfriend sent me an email about it. Oh my
1: God! I'm sitting here, mouth agape. This is the most exciting thing I've heard. I'm so glad you're alive. I'm so glad you did not end up with him. And did I hear this correctly? Because the audio was cutting out a little bit. Did you say that he broke up with you because you asked, what are we?
2: Yeah. Because you know how a guys are. Matt Damon, if you're listening, I wouldn't, I, I won't ask where we are, okay? We we can be anything. We could just be friends with, um, oh God, what do they say? Friends.
0: With attachments.
2: Friends with the perks or, yeah. Yeah. Ah. something
0: who hosted that dateline with your ex was it mankowitz was it andrea canning
2: morrison
0: (gasps) keith morrison okay okay i don't like him as much i i'm um i'm a josh mankowitz which we all know
2: i do but you know there's something kind of i don't know something kind of sexy about keith morrison for sure silver fox totally and what a head of hair oh yeah that's a head of hair
0: But Josh Mankiewicz, you know, you could really cuddle with him. I feel like Keith Morrison is all angles and sharp parts and all that. Josh Mankiewicz is a teddy bear.
2: You know what? I love a bad
1: boy, I guess. (laughs) You know? Yeah, me too. Me too. Now, there's not somebody on Dateline that I am particularly sexually attracted to, but if you put Achi Punjabi... From The Good Wife, she plays Kalinda Shama. If you put her in anything, I will propose marriage. I love her. I think she's perfect. So if she hosted a dateline, well, that would be what I believe my niece would call a thirst trap.
2: Oh, I love that. I love that. I'm going to start using that. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. Oh, I love that. Brixton and Brighton are going to love that. They're going to call me Aunt, Aunt Joe the, the thirst trap. Trap, is it?
1: And that's what I'm saying, especially you should be using that term because you are a thirst trap. Yeah, I
2: love it. I'm not talking about those jeans being so tight. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm single, you know, so.
0: You know, when we saw you in. I don't mind telling you Las Vegas. I thought, "Oh my god, look at this. Look at this woman who's got it all together." You know, I knew we were kind of in a similar age range, but you know, I was wearing um I was wearing remember I had those jeans that were actually pajamas. They weren't made of denim, they were made of elastic. And I thought, "I got to burn these immediately after I saw you. We met you. I thought, "Oh my god. Try oh. harder, Pat.
2: Oh, that is so sweet. Well, you know, I was there with my boyfriend at the time who was the, um, he was on the first base coaching staff for the um, Arizona, what the Diamondbacks. And he loved blowjobs. I hope my nieces aren't listening. I'm sorry, I missed that
0: noun. What what was it? He loved PJs. Like blowjabs. Oh. Uh, I, I
2: shouldn't even be saying that. Sorry, Rick. But I guess what I say, he doesn't mind, right? This it's is a, a guy, sex- typical guy.
0: I'm so glad to hear Joe, because though, I got to tell you, he this made me sex- do
2: it every night in Vegas.
0: Oh my God.
2: What? Well, cause you know, he
0: paid. What were you eating during the day?
2: Well, we had a lot of, he had a lot of uh, meat trays delivered to the room and some shrimp cocktails and things. Nice stuff.
0: Only cause your jaw, you know, your jaw gets tired and I don't know if, how, if I'd be able to chew if I was doing so much work at night.
2: Uh, yeah. But when there's a trip to Vegas involved, <laughs> you do it, right? <laughs> If he's buying the shrimp cocktail tray from room service, you do it, right?
1: No, I just want to say, you know that just because somebody buys you a room service, you don't have to do that,
2: right? Oh, I no, I know he was my boyfriend. You know, it's kind of you know. I thought it was oh, just when you're dating a celebrity. You know, it's just you, the stakes are different. You know, it's just a, a different game dating celebrities because I've dated a couple. You know, who else have you dated besides a first base coach, for the Tad Levine,
0: the gentleman from um, mm-hmm. what's that show, <laughs> Step by he Step? Was, uh, he was upstairs monk. downstairs.
2: He was on Monk and he was Buffalo Bill in um, you know, the Jodie Foster flick.
0: Was he the man who put his Venus in his Yeah. Butt?
2: Isn't that funny?
0: Oh my god, I'd be terrified.
2: I asked him to do it that and that's when we so that's when we broke up.
0: How could you not though? That's his I,
2: thing? I said, come on, you you well you can what you could do it for the world, but not me. All of a sudden it's like a crime that I'm asking. Whatever. But he's cool. We're still friends, you know, or I, you know, a few months to reach out, I'm always here. I want to say something to you, which is
1: good for you for asking for something you wanted in the bedroom, because a lot of women don't do that. It's not as important uh, sometimes to women to ask for their needs to be met. And if you in that moment felt like you needed that and you asked for it, good for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so if, if Brixton and Brighton, if you're listening, that's a good lesson. I mean, for when they're older, but you know, because they're girls and...
0: You know, the names Brixton and Brighton, if I met them, I'd be afraid of them. And I am much older than them. Well,
2: you should be a little afraid of them. <laughs> but, you know, hopefully they'll, you know, they'll get better soon. And...
0: Are they ill or are they just bad?
2: Well, they had, so when they were 11, you know, they got exercised, which was a whole, because my sister's husband is pretty religious. So he thought,
1: yeah. Like old priests, young priests throw holy water. I thought you meant like somebody took them for a run.
2: No, I mean, they're great runners. So they're really athletic and in shape, but you know, they look great. They're fantastic bodies, but so the, he exercised them. But I think it was just a mental thing. You know how, cause, cause they've got, you know, they're just a little off. And Brixton's got one, like an eye that goes a little bit sideways, but so similar to your mail carrier, but you know what? She still looks great and, and they're pr- very popular. Is it strabismus that's making that eye pop out or you think there's the devil in there? Oh, no, I, 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 I don't think they were. Um, I don't think they had a devil. You know, it's really it's my sister's husband is the, is the religious one. I'm spiritual, but, you know, I'm not.
0: Oh, yeah, because uh. I remember you were wearing that um, <clears throat> dream catcher in Vegas.
2: Yes. You know what? Yeah, I, I made that. So I was making him for a while um, because of a gal I met in New Mexico. Um, so that was fun, but, but I'm not doing that anymore. You know, and I'll wear a cross, you know, and I love the the Jewish star. So I, I, you know, I'm open to all of it. Okay, Matt Damon.
1: (laughs) If you're listening, Matt Damon, if you're listening. Now you are a walking coexist bumper sticker.
2: Oh my gosh. I guess so. Yeah. I love that. Aunt Jo, the co exists <laughs> bumper sticker. Be fun. We should get that. We'll get some merch
1: going with that.
0: Oh my god! Oh my gosh! That'd be so much fun. You know, did the exorcism take? Are they um, clear, as you would say? It's as a Scientologist, which is bullshit. Well, no, they say. still
2: got a lot of anchor issues. Mm-hmm. So, which I think was the problem in the first place. But you know, they they went through it, and you know, he had a, You know, and my sister's husband is. That's his thing, but the girls are great now. I mean, they have anger problems, and so they've—you know—they've gotten expelled from one place, but but they're popular, so. Okay, that is important. But I need to ask. First of all,
1: I'm picking up on the little tension between you and your brother-in-law, which is. A, okay with us, and B, I am wondering, was there any attempt for them to be counseled or receive any kind of talk therapy, or did it just go straight to exorcism?
2: No, he went to exorcism. I I think um, he's, you know, none of us are really too big into um, psychiatry or um, therapists or, you know, because our parents always, my mother always taught us, you know, you have to be, you know, you have to take care of yourself, right? So...
1: Yeah. Now, would you mind repeating that? Uh, just just you You said you were never big on psychiatry and then a couple of.
2: No. So it's not really, you know, in our family, our mom, you know, was very big on like you girls have to kind of, you know, pick yourself up by your bootstraps and, you know, take care of yourself. And and I guess, you know, I'm not I'm not bumping or um, or, you know, budging or whatever. What's the word? You know, people who like it. I, I'm not dissing them. Oh, knock. I'm not knocking them. <laughs> right. I am thinking bumping. My mind's always going there, right? Yeah, so I'm not uh, knocking if, if you do that. It's just, you know, I kind of, I think, you know, I could, what am I, I'm now I'm stuck on bumping. Now I'm just thinking about bumping and I'm, here goes my mind. That's cocaine, right? Cocaine. What's that? That's cocaine. Cocaine. Oh, toot? Yeah, toot. Yeah, cocaine. That, that's what we used to call it back in the day. No, I don't, I, I was thinking more of, um... You know, doing it. that bad. So, you know, I'm not going to, st- I'm not going to talk about it, but doing it, you know.
0: Oh, bumping uglies, I think is. Yeah. Think. Yeah.
2: Oh my God. Listen to me.
0: I hate
1: that phrase because first of all, how are we supposed to teach everyone that everything they have is beautiful if we're calling it uglies? You know what phrase I love? Knocking boots.
2: Oh, sure. Well, I'll say, I don't say um bumping uglies either because, you know, I think I- I've gotten everything tightened up and bleached down there. So listen, ladies, listen, Matt Damon. It's not ugly, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it's it shouldn't be called that because we're trying to teach people everything you've got is perfect. There's always, you know, work you can do. That too? Yeah, that too. I have a great doctor, Dr. Butt. And it's a funny name, but I guess it's, you know, a Pakistani, it's like Smith in Pakistani. Uh, they say butt
0: for Smith or something, you know? Wow. Oh, that's good. I love learning stuff like that. So next time someone brings up Pakistan, you are like, where all the butts are.
2: Yeah, exactly. It, look in the phone
1: book. Also, if you're listening to this and you took that as something that was anti-Pakistani, see yourself out of this podcast. We are not anti-anything here except hate.
2: Oh God, no! I dare I dare you to meet Doctor Butt and be anti-Pakistani. Uh, I dare you because he's cute too. He's married though, so.
1: Oh, dang it! So now, would you mind walking us through? You said you know you had some everything tightened. What What does that mean?
2: So they what they do is it's like a a rod, like a laser kind of rod. They numb you and they put it in and it tightens you up. You can't do anything for you know. You can't have any kind of fun. <laughs> for a couple of weeks, but then it's like you're, you are you know, 16. I told Brixton and Brighton, I'm not telling you what I did, but let's just say a part of me is like your age right now. And they go, ew, ew, a Jo, you hoe. And I'm like, okay.
0: Wait till you're our age, right? It won't be so gross then. You know, everybody gets old. It, not, no offense to the three of us or anyone who's listening who identifies as this age, but everyone, everyone ages. And sometimes you got to zap it.
2: Yeah, you know. Yeah. So the rod goes up in there or it's, I guess it's got lasers or something. Dr. Butt knows more about the technology than I do, but yeah, they just, it tightens you up and then they can do, and then, you know, you can do bleaching, you know, you could do a lot around the whole area.
0: Now, could I do that at home? The bleaching? Cause I have bleach.
2: Oh yeah, probably. Cause I do that Ned's waxing.
0: Oh, they still do that?
2: Well, I still have my Nads, yeah. I remember those commercials. <laughs> I bought a lot, yeah. I bought a, I bought a lot.
1: Yeah, Aussie Aussie Nads. Right. Yeah. It's the love- yeah the sugar wax.
2: Yeah. Now let me just say
1: this real quick, Pat. Don't don't do that, okay, buddy? Don't bleach your own <laughs> uh, at home until we've heard back from Doctor Butt, because I don't want you to um, burn your own rectum, okay?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I can wait, but I also I prefer to do it myself because. I, there's only a couple people who've seen my bow. I want to limit how many people see my bow. And I don't want to do that to anyone else, you know?
1: Uh, yeah, I get that. I get that. I want you to have the privacy that you deserve. And I respect that. Yeah. Maybe Joe, will you talk us through that? What was that like, you know, going in there and kind of just showing everybody a moon and stars?
2: Well, you know, I have these girls who've been doing it for years, so. And it's like, you know, you know, they may as well be, uh, you know, installing uh, your TV or something, you know, because it's just so, you know, regular day thing for them. That's so sad. Well, they love it, I think, you know, and they do such a good job.
0: I just sometimes think when I go into a salon or something, I think, was this the dream that brought you to America? staring at buttholes and getting it making it normalized you know but who am i to judge you know if you're happy whatever blows your hair back that's great and maybe i'm the one who should normalize buttholes
2: yeah i think they love it you know because they they all have nice eyebrows too and they do it to each other you know they try everything out so it's kind of fun you know it's great because if you want to be an esthetician you know you study uh you go to this school and and that's what you do. And you know, I was I think Brixton and Brighton would be really good at that actually. Uh what makes you think that? What what about that makes you think that? Well, just cuz you know they're they're good looking, they're popular, they like makeup and we're just trying to find, you know, things they like other than fighting and all that. So if they
1: if they like fighting, why not put that put them in a place where they're taught to fight but respect each other and respect their own anger and get a control like why not put him in a martial arts prison prison
2: yeah Yeah, i we were trying to do one of you know they set up one of those scared straight things for him but because they were trying well but it was because they were trying to get him on a talk show which one maury yeah because you know he's got that um oh is that guy cute the um the drill sergeant who yells at the kids maury povich and connie chung goals
1: right goals That's what not you say goals squad goals can you think of a more heated what their bedroom must be like the newsworthy events that happen in that bedroom could you imagine well and you know they both have such good heads of hair too oh for sure for sure now you know normally we would say take us to your happy place take us to your nieces and nephews but i'm wondering are they your happy place
2: Oh, I love them. I mean, I think they're fabulous and, and, uh, you know, even when they're mean to me, I I just think they're fun. I think they're so fabulous and they're so, you know, they're popular girls. So yeah. And I
1: think there's something special about the fact that there's a little bit of fear and a little bit of, it sounds like you've got a really mutual respect. Well, do they respect you? You know,
2: I, I think they do in their own way, you know, yeah, I think that's really great. I have nephews too. They're just, you know, they're, they're so young. I'm like, what do we even talk about, your boys? Ah, What do we even talk about? How old are they? They're both six. so they're another set of twins. What? So twins must be rampant. They run in my family. So every generation in our family, for like nine generations back, has twins or triplets or quadruples. Whoa, you got quads up in there?
1: Isn't that wild? It is so wild. My family's just boring. We just do one. That's so boring.
2: Yeah, I th- you know my my mom used to say, well, God just you know, you know wanted wanted more of us. And I said, and I you know they used to joke in school. They called me Dolly the Dolly the Sheep. <laughs> was that her name? Because remember she was cloned. Yeah, were you cloned? Oh no, just because I was a twin. It was a funny. Uh, a funny thing they would say oh my gosh this whole time
1: I had no idea you were a twin
2: yeah yeah so so my sister Jen is my twin uh do the kids have a nickname for Jen what rhymes with Jen hen
1: oh I think they just call her mom or sometimes the b-word oh oh right it's their mother okay I was yeah all right so oh they call it the b-word that's that's tough.
2: Well, you know, because, uh, yeah, they have some anger issues. Yeah, it sounds like. All right, let's do this. If
1: you could go, if, if you know, this whole thing weren't keeping us inside all the time. Although, are you inside all the time?
2: So, you know, I've been trying, but I had, you know, I've, I've wanted to go out. And sometimes you just want to go have dinner. So I've been doing stuff like that, but not a lot. And I'll wear, you know, the mask and the car and all that. Just in the car? Well, yeah, because then when you go in someplace, you don't want to, you know. People gotta see you. I'm single, remember? And you know, if you're on a date or yeah, are you dating during this? Because well, I'm trying. I don't know how successful I. <laughs> I don't know how successful I've been. Well, if I know you,
1: you've been very successful.
2: Oh my god. Well, you know, nothing. It doesn't. It hasn't worked out yet. But I'm looking at. I'm looking at my left hand. And I'm going, boy, is that a boy pretty naked hand? you know? Well, yeah, but it's a beautiful hand and it looks ageless. Well, I have, so Dr. Butt has a thing you can do for that. That's another laser. It's the same wand. That guy is doing a lot with that wand.
1: I'll be honest.
2: Yeah. Well, he's sort of, it's hit he's, you know, it's a Dr. Butt. He's patented it, his wand. So I got a discount by being one of the first. Oh, so you were like experimental with that thing. Well, yeah, but I, you know, it, I trust him and it worked. I got a couple burns, but just on my fingers. Did that heal or do you look like... Um... Oh my God, yes, of course. So you don't look like Mel Gibson's kid. Well, I have, oh, the man. Oh my God, is Mel Gibson cute or what? Anyway. Do you think he is? I think he's
1: probably uh, Boff's only vial every time his mouth opens
2: no yeah I think he's not nice but what I say I love a bad boy you know it's Mel Gibson Keith Morrison you know yeah a lot of people put those two on the same plane of a
1: bad boy it's the hair it's gotta be now let me ask you this hey Pat we were just talking and she said Dr. Butt has a laser same rod to do a make your hands look younger she said her her left hand was feeling naked because, you know, she doesn't have that that rock on the on the fourth digit there.
0: Well, I have the opposite problem because my skin has grown over my ring that it no longer symbolizes anything. And I just found out that to treat it, they're going to have to um, freeze my whole hand and oh my uh, God. scrape the skin with chemicals. And But they don't know if it's in the bone yet. The ring could be in the bone.
1: If that's not a perfect metaphor for what Ron is in your life... I don't know what is. He's latched on so tight. He won't let go. He's digging. He's under your skin. He's a, Is it dangerous? What's happening to your finger? Goals, right? Squad
2: goals.
0: Well, yeah, because they said the metal on the ring is so impure that the dangerous metal from the, the ring could have leached into my bones, causing uh, paralysis if they don't get it out.
1: All right. That is not goals. That is not goals. That is the opposite of goals because, sorry, I don't, I never want to, um, you know, disagree with you, Joe, because you know, I love you so much.
2: Oh my gosh. We
1: well, I get this ring off this finger because it's been seven years, almost eight and you know, well, you know, once
2: you get it off, you get
0: a new one. Yeah. How many times you've been married, Joe? Oh
2: my God. Well, legally six, but You know, then we had those ceremonies that I guess found out they didn't count because they were married. Oh, secret family type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Outside, there's so many guys out there that are just, ugh, they drive me nuts, but I love them. (laughs) Now,
1: that first base coach for the Diamondbacks, you know, in Arizona, there's a lot of polygamy. Was that one of the ones?
2: No, but he was just, you know, we were just having fun.
0: Yeah. Now, do you still go to uh, Gamblers Anonymous meetings to meet people who you say aren't cheap?
2: Hun, I go to all the Anonymous ones because you know, also people who are in trouble—they're not. You know, everybody's looking for love. You know, and they probably, I, you know, they probably messed up some relationships, so you know, they're probably open to a, a new one. And I'm like, hello, <laughs> here I am. So I'm I'm over by the coffee.
1: You think outside the box in a way that is so refreshing to me because I would never think, go to a meeting where people are bearing their soul and all of their past mistakes to meet someone. But you, are you're crafty like
2: that. You're clever, Micah. Oh, yeah, well, you know, I've always been a little thinking, you know, a, a person that thinks outside the box, you know. So I've always kind of had that art, artsy streak in me, so.
0: Plus you think inside your own box with the tightening. She might not have heard that. Oh.
2: Are you sorry? Now everything's
0: frozen, and
2: I'm thinking this is because of my neighbor downstairs who steals my Wi Fi.
1: Oh my God, get out of that condominium complex. You don't have mail, your neighbor's stealing your Wi Fi. Well, is it password protected? Uh oh, we are frozen. Wonderful. Oh,
2: are you gals there? We are. Here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, great. Well, I was just saying. Some. I think it, I have a downstairs neighbor now who I'm pretty sure is stealing my Wi-Fi.
1: And I was saying you got to get out of that condominium complex because you don't have mail. Your neighbor's stealing your Wi-Fi. Unless did you give him the password?
2: Well, I was joking about it with them. Yeah, and I told them because I have a fun. You know, I I have a funny um, <laughs> Wi-Fi number. What is the name of the name? I just said, well, it's, it's Sexy times, And then the, you know, the code's just Joe. Oh, God, I probably shouldn't even say that on here.
0: This is a safe space for saying your password out loud and your social and all that.
1: Well, I wouldn't say that. Let's never say your social member, Pat. You did have your uh, identity stolen, so maybe let's not.
0: It made me feel, though, you know, like I, like I was worth having my identity stolen, which I hadn't been feeling, you know. It really felt kind of good, like, oh, let's take that one. Because although I I still think my credit score is in the single digits, I I need to look into it, but I think it is.
2: How do you even find that stuff out?
0: You know what I mean? Because that could be a scam. You know, if I get an email, it's like, check your credit score. I'm like, who's this? I've been writing back who's this a a lot.
2: I have a funny one that I'll send to you that starts with that.
0: Oh, would you send me some stuff? Do send me stuff. Because I, li- I don't like to not be in the loop on, on all the jokes and all the things like that. Because sometimes, you know, we talked about this last time, but you know, I don't like when they filter. You know, we talked about uh, your phone won't, won't take calls from unknown numbers. And then at some point, if someone, put, someone help me filter out my emails. I don't want it filtered. I want to see all the offers and everything. I want all the emails they're getting sent to me. It's none of anyone's business. So I go, I you know, one of my one of my uh, nephews pulled up uh, all mail. You know what's in there? Car warranties, uh, self tanner. Um, oh, no, oh my gosh! All all kinds of things. Let me decide what I want and what I don't want. Thank you very much. I'm a grown woman.
2: Yeah, but we,
1: at some point, have to talk about the things that you do. Like, even just writing back, who's this? You know, that could give people um, more of an indication that maybe you
2: don't know bad from good. Well, I just don't know who it is. But you never know if it's, like, a cute guy or, you know, if you're going to meet someone. And what, But if there was a cute guy, and
1: believe me, both of you, nobody deserves to have a cute guy in their inbox, in their box. <laughs> nobody deserves that more. Oh,
2: my gosh. Ah! Oh my gosh, do you know what you just said? Yeah, I do. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay, my mind's going there. Sorry. Well I went there. Bad Aunt jo.
1: <laughs> I did, I went there.
2: Yeah, do you know what you were saying? Yeah, yeah. You said in your box. You said it, not me. And I'm going, does she know what she's even saying? And then I'm going, okay, Joe, got your mind out of gutter.
0: So maybe what what I should ask for is send a picture. <laughs>
2: Oh, I said, wait till you find out what that means, because it is, it's funny. (laughs) I won't say it on the radio. Joe, I know what it means. I said it on purpose, bud. I don't know if you know what it really means, because you were talking about email, but but you weren't only talking about email. I'll leave it, I'll leave it at that. (laughs) I'll send you an email, I'll tell you, because it's going to, oh my, you are going to laugh. okay. Okay.
1: All right, yeah. You're right. I didn't know.
0: Make sure you send it to me too. Yeah. What is it? I missed the email.
1: You send it to those who aren't at Gmail. Okay. This way we both get it cuz we have a joint one. What? We do. Well, how do you set that up? Uh, we set it up together. We both have the username and password, which we're not allowed to give other people. We have discussed that and agreed.
0: I don't even remember it.
1: Yeah, same. So mostly I I check the email, and Pat, you know, sometimes if I see a good one, I'll take a picture of it and text it to her.
2: Oh, my God. That's so fun. I can't even believe you can do that these days. The Internet, right? You know, two people in different places can have the same email. I'm like, okay.
0: Now, we wouldn't know how to do any of this stuff if it wasn't for our nieces and nephews, which takes us to take us to your happy place, take us to these beautiful nieces of yours, Let's talk a little bit about how you feel about being an aunt and uh, what are your observations as to being an aunt and all that?
1: Or do you have any advice to people who might want to be an aunt or thinking about being an aunt or, you know, gender non-conforming, older relative of a child? So, you know, just anything you got, tell us your take on it.
2: You know, I think it's just you know, I never yell at them or tell them anything they do is wrong. Um, and I tell them, you know, how cute they are and popular. And, you know, because I'm trying to be the cool. Yeah, you know, I got them iPads. You know, stuff like that. Just trying to be cool. They're well, they're not iPads. They're the um, I got them at Best Buy or so. I got a coupon for it. I, so it's a so or something brand. I so they go this is crap or something like that. But and I go, you well, you gals would know because they're young.
1: They are young. Now, when you tell them you're so popular, you're so pretty, you know, how do they take that? Do they love to hear that from you? Are they like, shut up?
2: Yeah, they say shut up, but they love it because that's just how teenagers talk.
0: That's the truth. You know, uh, my nieces and nephews tell me all the time, uh, shut your hole. Get Ah. out of here. Leave me alone. Lose my number. You know, and I just know that that's just being young. That's what young people do. Teenagers,
2: right. Well, and Jackson and Cooper aren't
0: verbal yet. Is that a choice or is that due to age?
2: Well, they're six. So, you know, they should be, but they're tiny too. One's big and one's tiny. One's too big and one's too tiny. But, you know, I think that's kind of what makes
0: them special. That reminds me. You know, growing up, there was like a duo on TV, you know, and um they did comedy sketches and all that and one of them was real big and one was little and they used it so maybe uh oh,
2: like twins are you thinking of twins actually weirdly today, i'm not for, for,
0: for the first time ever i'm not thinking of twins this was a different local pair and they capitalized on it so maybe your nephews uh uh coops coops jackson cooper well, and
2: jackson and it's with an x and a u
0: oh god um oh god um but maybe they will be able to overcome the names by using the sizes as. What's a, that? Well, overcome maybe overcome the, the overcome the dumb names. Excuse my language. What? Oh. oh, well, yeah. no, it's
2: Cooper. It's K U P E R, so it rhymes with super. And Jackson is J-A-X-A-N.
0: X A N. I.
2: They're kind of more cool because you know they're oh. different. And kids love that. okay. But it's funny because Cooper's the little one, even though the name rhymes with super, but we would go, you know, you're you're the little Superman and Jackson's the big guy. So I just have to ask,
1: is there any effort to get them in therapy so they start talking? Not talk therapy, because I know your family's against that, but I'm talking about like a speech pathologist or... You know, you know,
2: I'm. I, I'm pretty sure they'll they'll get exercised, knowing my sister's husband. But you know, I think. But by the time you're in college, you grow out all that stuff. So they're six now. So you're gonna wait. Mm-hmm. You
1: obviously, this isn't you. That your family, your sister, and your brother-in-law are gonna wait tw- twelve years, maybe.
2: Yeah. So they'll go through that stuff, and then you know, by the time you're in college, it's fine. It's like no one cares because <laughs> you're so busy partying, you know. Now, where did you go to college? I went to a couple places in Southern Illinois.
0: That's the wine country of Illinois, right?
2: Yeah. And it's a lot of corn. So they make their wine from corn, which is like you first, you're like, okay. But then it's like actually pretty good.
1: Oh, I was just going to say, if you, if you think about it, you know, vodka comes from potatoes and
2: I'm all right with it. Yeah. With cranberry juice. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, yeah, with cranberry juice. Because you ever get a UTI and you think, oh, finally, I can have a vodka cranberry.
2: Once a month. Like clockwork. Yeah, basically. If only Dr. Butt could help with that, right? I bet he could. Get him get him on it. He sounds like he's
1: a you know a man of uh, many skills.
2: You know, I think he's all very aesthetic. So I'm not sure he could help with the UTIs. But, you know, I had a doctor tell me that's just anatomy. Mm-hmm. It's anatomy, and I think it's the way I'm wiping or something.
1: You know... This is a real story. I went on a date once and we were at a restaurant and I got, I excuse myself. I said, I'm going to go use the restroom. And this uh, gentleman was an ER technician and I stood up to go. And I think he was very intimidated by me. And he said, um, he tried to be funny. You know how sometimes when you, when the person you're dating knows you're funnier than them. And so they overcompensate. Well, I think this was that because he said to me front to back and there'll be no infection. Oh. Getting up from the dinner table on a date to go use the restroom. And I was immediately horrified, but I, as a lady, played it off and I said, uh, thank you. I know how, I, yeah, 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 I gotcha, yeah. Been been doing that my whole life. And uh, and then I went to the bathroom and then I, I called one of my sisters from the bathroom and I said, this isn't going well. And she said, I think your standards are too high. And here's the thing, <laughs> was she right? Because I'm still single, never married.
2: Maybe that was true. You know what it reminds me of is that funny thing where they say the liquor's in the front and then, you know, it's in the rear and you go, I hardly know her. You know what it is? You know what I'm talking about?
0: Oh, yeah. That thing about the liquor's in the front. Yeah.
2: And you go, I hardly know her. Right? So is the
1: fool? So liquor's in the front, poker's in the... Poker! That's what I was
0: missing. Yeah. Isn't that funny? And that's how we met. Oh, my God. You know, my story about my UTI is I didn't have health insurance, and I was on the road on a trip with my mother, and she had health insurance, and she went in and she described her symptoms of her UTI, and then she took the pills, put them on her tongue, and then spit them into my mouth in the parking lot.
2: I like a baby bird that's with a true. UTI you know if a bird could have a UTI, if only <laughs>
0: That's that's real love. That's a good mother right there. And as an aunt, I would do the same thing. But thank God the kids have health insurance, but God knows for how long, but I'm ready to spit my pills into the mouth.
1: I would spit my pills into any of your mouths. I love you that much. And I love you girls, but I'm not sharing, (laughs) you know. No, I get that. You got to keep that for yourself, because if you're getting them once a month, you don't feel the need to spit your pills in our mouths, because you
2: you need those. Right. And you know, I'll give them to Brixton and Brighton every now and then, just, you know, because I'd rather they do it around me. You mean antibiotics? Or just any of my pills, water pills, you know. I just would rather they were around me, because then you you know they're safe.
1: Yeah, if you're going to give them your water pills, you're going to be there when they're peeing nonstop all day.
2: Yeah, if they want, you know, or if they're going to try a Phenermine, I want them to be around me.
1: No, that one is for weight loss, correct?
2: Mm-hmm, yeah. And you're giving those to the kids? Well, if they just want to try one, you know. Listen, I hate to
1: quote Singing in the Rain. Who am I kidding? I don't hate to quote Singing in the Rain. It's my favorite movie of all time. But
2: you are fit as a fiddle and ready for love. Why do you need those pills? Oh, my God. Well, I only do it every three months, you know for how many months at a time? Just for two months at a time and I'll, and then I go every three months and then I totally detox. And then you go again. Then I go back, yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm detoxing. I'm like, drink all the wine, you know what I mean? And then I, you know, I'll just go, my weight goes up and down, so. So your detox from fentamine is to drink a ton of wine? Yeah, no pills, right. But I mean, I'll gain 45 pounds. So wait, I'm sorry. In a month? Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's that wine weight.
2: Yeah, it was three weeks months. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because all the sugars and wine, all the natural sugars,
2: especially corn wine. And then you're like, if I'm having wine, I'm having pizza.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, do you do you have a favorite?
2: uh, Pizza? I'm having a dessert, right?
1: So wait, repeat that. What'd you say?
2: I said, if you're having pizza, you're having donuts, you know?
1: Oh yeah, it's definitely a slippery slope. If it's corn wine to pizza, pizza to donuts, then what? What comes next?
0: Well, I more wine and then bed. I love when you, when we were in Las Vegas, you gave me um, an eatable, and I I I'm glad I don't have any because I can't, I can't get them because that was awesome.
2: Oh my god, I know I don't do those anymore. I
0: can't, but those are pretty fun. <laughs> I didn't know where my you know um. One time I saw a a a a a theo talk a ted a ted talk a ted talk and this this woman talked about having a stroke and she didn't know where her body ended she was like oh I'm everything that's how I felt on that eatable
2: oh my god yeah I mean I'm you know no offense I'm not bumping anything but I'm just I'm not you know I'm don't do pot anymore I'm just I'm trying to stay clean and pot. Especially, you know, for the girl, you know, I don't want to, you know, for my nieces, I don't want them doing pot. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Definitely keep them away from pot. But fentanyl is. Yeah, as long as they do it around me. They're in my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. If you're under my roof, you can do my drugs is what you're saying to them. Now, that's not something I particularly would say to my nieces and nephews, but I respect.
2: Well, not pot. You know, I wouldn't
1: let them do that. Right. And I respect that about you.
0: I think we should do another trip to Vegas where you're not on your detox. Ah, Yeah. When when this is over and we can go to Las Vegas and they open the gates, you know, I think we should go back and I would love to, you know what I've never done? I've never done Coke. Pat? Yeah.
1: Remember how we talked about that? have an addictive personality and we agreed if you ever do try it, you will be off to the races. So we're going to try and steer clear of that, right?
0: Yeah. Well, Yeah. Yeah, I mean I would just I, try I was,
2: it. I had a boyfriend once who was addicted to Coke. I had no idea. And he would I would he would go to the bathroom for so long and I'm going, Okay, this guy must have eaten a big dinner. And he comes back and he's just would we'll talk a mile a minute and then he would just go and go and go.
0: Did you tell him to wipe in any particular way? Ah
2: That's so funny.
1: No. I yeah. should have I should have that's tricky right like because um, if 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 you did that then you probably would never have wanted to have any kind of sexual contact with if somebody now that's just from personal experience you know he said that to me and I was like oh amazing how you just flipped off that light switch in my entire body sometimes people will you know flip it on which is great Achi Punjabi flip it right on but um if somebody you know, just on a date, first date, you get up and go to the bathroom and you tell them how to wipe, that's going to turn that light switch right off
2: for me.: Now, and I would have heard front to back, I would have said, "Is that a promise? I think I get it. I yeah, you know what I'm saying. You guys, you know what I mean? Because yeah. if you think about it in another way, it's not wiping, you know. That's also the safe way to do that. Front to back.
1: Yeah. Everybody be just, this is a sex positive podcast and I want everybody to know that, you you know, all of those things are great. Explore, live your life, have fun with it, but also make sure that everything you're doing is clean and everything
2: is clean. And you you know, that's why I say do it in my house if you're going to do it.
1: So if, if Brixton and Brighton were, or
2: Jackson or Cooper, if any of them are going to do it, I want them doing it in my house. Yeah, I think that's. Are you looking
1: out for them? You're just
2: looking out for them. Then I know they're safe. You know. Yeah.
1: Do you give them? You know, I know they're. I know they're only fourteen, but do you give them prophylactics or?
2: Well, I have my own drawers of the different ones, but um, I'm not giving them any yet because you know Jackson and Cooper are young. Or you mean the girls? The girls. Yeah, no, the girls. I do for sure. What do you when you say drawers? What are we looking at here? oh, I have a couple sets of drawers with condoms. And it's really because, you know, when guys come over, then they they go, wow, you know?
1: Yeah, so is it like you got, like, ribbed for her pleasure, you got, like, lambskin, you got, you know, regular directs or whatever. Is it that or is it like there's drawers and it's some Fifty Shades kind of thing where there's, like,
2: Levels upon levels of um, pleasure. What do they say? A lady never, a lady never talks. But no, I get sent them from the companies. You know, if they have a new promotional thing, I'm on those. You know, those lists. Are you some sort of influencer? Well, I no, I just reach out to the companies, and well, I, I got, say, I'll I'll write you good reviews online.
0: I gotta say, you're influencing me. Ah. I, I really mean that because, you know, I think at first blush, you know, the way that you aunt is so uh, different than uh, the way that I aunt. And uh, I got to tell you, you've really opened my eyes. And for someone who claims to be as sex positive as I am, I'm going to take a page out of your book, Joe, Joe, the hoe. And that is a Ah. lovely nickname because that that's just that's fun. Joe, the hoe
1: on the go. Don't you know? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It'll just keep going. Yeah, that's the thing is, you know, we were talking about leaning in, y- you're leaning in and sometimes forward, bent, probably bent over something. And I think that's so powerful. That is so powerful. Well, it can be. Yeah, it's empowering.
2: That is so nice. And, and you know, that's just what I'm trying to tell the girls, you know, and that's why it's, you know, do it in my house, mm-hmm. you know, and do it in a safe way in my basement or my bed. I'll take the basement, you know? Yeah, do you have uh, parties while they're there?
1: Like, are you, do you have people over? What are you doing with the kids? Like guys? Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, I have some dates while they're there, but, you know, they usually, you know, when, when, if they stay the night, they, they do take my bedroom and I'll take the basement. What's, explain the layout of your basement for us. Can you? Well, it's, a, it's in the building, so it's not just mine. And it's laundry as well.
0: Oh, that's the laundry room.
2: Yeah, it's the basement is where the laundry is. Yeah, and it's got one of those doors. So it's not a full closed door. So you don't want it to be cold out because it's one of those doors that's like a grate. Yeah. Did you say a grave? A grate. It feels like it's almost great because you're underground. But no, it's a grate. You know, it's a red grate. So you will sleep in your building's laundry room? Wow. I love my I love my nieces, you know, and that's what they demand. So they say, "Get out!" And I'm going, "Okay, cool let's go to the basement."
0: <laughs> and that's the through line of this entire podcast: is what we wouldn't do for these kids.
1: Let me say this: if you are listening to this podcast and you wouldn't take a, a sexual partner or several sexual partners down into your condo. Complexes, laundry room to spend the night and have sexual intercourse and who knows what else. Then, do you even love your nieces or nephew? Nibley. I love that. I love that. Because, you know, you're
2: doing, you're changing the game, Joe. You're changing the game. Oh my God. I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm just doing (laughs) Joe.
1: You know. Well, every day, every day when I think about our friendship, and I know Pat does this as well, I think the good Lord above, that we walked into O'Brien's Casino in Las Vegas, right next to the Flamingo, that little outdoor bar. I'm so glad we walked in and saw you up on that bar dancing because I have been thanking my lucky star. Oh, oh my God. you You girls are just too fun. You are, you are, buddy. Get so involved with a bartender who was trying to do flare bottle work and you just jumped
2: in and what a world you have introduced us to. Well, you know what I was doing, Coyote Ugly. Oh yes, it reads. You know you know the movie with um, wh- um, John- Tira, Tira Banks is in it and um, uh, P- P- Piper Pirabo. Pipe, pipe, pipe. Peekaboo Street, isn't it? Peekaboo Street. Oh, Peekaboo Street. Yeah, and they're dancing on the bar, and you know, I, you know, I had my boot cuts, low cut jeans on, so I was feeling myself. Now, what is that tattoo that you've got on your lower
1: back? Because we never got close enough to see it. But what is it?
2: Well, it started as just a heart with my grandfather's name on it, but then I added um, a peacock and a dolphin. And they're all holding hands. And then I said, then I, but then I added the words, which, which says fun, fun, below. Cause I, I meant below the pants. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So run us through a peacock and a dolphin.
1: Why those two?
2: Cause you know, peacocks have those, I love the feathers mm-hmm. and I, you know, I just love, I have all those bandana shirts that are like the peacock feathers. And this was in 1993. So when I got the peacock. Uh, and the dolphin, just because you know, I always love dolphins. They are one of the only animals in nature who will commit a sex rape, right? But that's not why I love them. Oh my god! Well, don't spread that, please. Can you tell us a little bit about why you chose? Well, you know, I've always loved. You know, my favorite place on earth. It's always my easy answer: Sea World. <laughs> you no, know, I've always so.
0: <laughs> That's a tragedy, what they're trying to do, shut down SeaWorlds. Exactly. Let kids have fun. The animals are having fun. They're jumping around. and the, the water's so clean in those tanks. Have you seen the ocean lately? It's full of tampons and applicators. And these animals are in these big, clean tanks. You're welcome. And they're
1: cute. They're so cute. Now, I remember going to SeaWorld when I was a kid and seeing Shamu's Night Magic and thinking... What a bond between the trainer and this captive animal.
2: Oh, it's so cool. It's just so
0: cool. I know that I, I, think, I think it's not right. I don't, think it's, I don't think this is true. But I used to think they must blackmail these animals because the shark could eat him. They got something on him. You know what I mean?
2: Oh, could you imagine?
1: Hold on Hold on. What shark were you seeing? The Shamu. That's a whale, buddy. I Kill a whale.
0: Oh, so they can't eat people.
1: Well, they can't. Tillicum. Did anybody see that movie Blackfish? Which is why I don't necessarily think SeaWorld is as good as it used to be. Till I come? Oh, my God. Ah!
2: Oh, oh, my God. You don't even know what you just said. I cannot even believe it. Oh, my God. Till I come. Oh, you don't even know what you just said.
0: You know, truth is, I don't.
2: I can't wait. I'm going to email you because you are going to crack up.
0: Please email me. Please email me.
1: Email us both. Email us both at thosewhoant at gmail.com. Now, whew, that one, that I didn't expect us to delve so deep as to start talking about SeaWorld. But, you know, that's the beauty of this podcast. You never know what's going to come up. And everybody's giving their most honest and open F- feedback and the sharing so much. And so I, I'm just going to ask one more time. Tell us about your grandfather,
2: that heart. You put that right above Yes, Yeah, so he had the, uh, the giant's disease. So he had a bigger aorta. And I actually, so I never met him, but I knew that about him. And I just thought that'd be a nice thing to do for your first tattoo.
1: Yeah, how many do you have currently?
2: Oh my God, don't tell my nieces. I've, I've got four. So I've got that one, and then I've got a one um, on both sides of my groin, on my hip. What does it? Please explain
1: what what it is, because that's
2: so much fun. I missed the first part. What's that? What can you describe them, or
1: is that something you know for members only?
2: Well, one of them is for members only. That's what it is. It's for members only is what it says. And the other one is a butterfly, but she's got long eyelashes and she's kind of being flirty. It's really fun. It's cute.
1: Flirty butterfly. Wow.
2: Yeah, it's really fun. I thought of it myself, too. I didn't draw it. You know, the guy drew it, but I thought of it because I thought that'd be fun. So that's my count is three. So what's the fourth? Oh, I'm counting you know, the the ones on the back, because I added fun below after.
1: Oh,
2: okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fun below. Man. I'm thinking of getting gotten another one um, for mountain climbing. Are you doing on it? On my shoulder or something. I was thinking about starting it, yeah. Before the tattoo or after? Well, because I saw this gal at my gym who had it, and I was like, what is, if you don't mind me asking, but that is a really cool tattoo and she said it was her mountain climbing. What was it? So it's just like a little you, you can't see what I'm doing, but it's like a little it's like a little guy hanging or a little figure, you know what and it's just a kind of hang, one hand up. You can't see what I'm doing, but I'm doing it. Is it like and, Sylvester Stallone from that movie Cliffhanger? You know you remember the promo Oh uh, God. Okay. Now you're gonna get me thinking about S- Sylvester Stallone and Chris O'Donnell. I mean, I forget what I'm talking about. Um no it's um you know, so it's one hand up. If you, I, you can't see what I'm doing, but so it's I have one hand up, and then they're kind of so he's hanging, it. Uh, yeah, and then their leg. Like, I forget how it looks totally, but I'll, if I find an image, I'll send it to you. I'm gonna text my niece
1: to 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 look
2: that up, and I'm gonna show it to you. Uh,
1: hold on, one sec. I'm gonna just quick text uh, you guys. Go ahead and talk. I,
0: I think this is the. Ever, <laughs> I get a tattoo. You know,
2: you should.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about, you know, uh, well, I don't really know what, you know, when you walk in and there's uh, all the images in the place that they have and books of the things, it's always a tiger or a demon. You know, I don't want to be scared when I look at my body, you know, I want it to be like, oh, welcome. Oh, maybe a welcome mat.
1: That'd be fun. In the front, in the back,
2: both.
0: Start in the front and in the back.
2: Ah, you promise? Remember that? Do you remember how how I said that joke earlier? Yeah. That's what inspired me to say that. Just then
0: cuz I that's not something I would normally say.
2: That is so funny. Oh, is that funny? It is. I hardly know her. Ah! Right. Yeah. You know that joke? So they go it's the it's the poker and the uh the in the the liquor and the and then you say I hardly know her. I forget the first part, but you remember that? Do you know that joke? It's that so funny. That sounded
0: right. That sounded right to me. Yeah, the way that you just said it. That sounded exactly yeah. right.
2: It's so funny. Ah. Me back.
1: Is this the, is this the, uh, you
2: know, it's, it's like that, but then if, but then just it's, you know, there's, it's all filled in. Filled in how? You know, the ink. So black. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So it's like nighttime there.
2: Yeah, but you know, they—you you could choose any color, honestly. You know, so I might, you know, I could do, and you know, they do glow in the dark now, which I think is just so freaking cool.
1: Could you imagine if you're down there in the laundry room and the lights are out, and you've got a tattoo of Sly Stallone from Cliffhanger, well, a, you know, adjacent, and it glows in the
2: dark? Could you imagine what your partner would say? I, I would hope my partner's Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Wow! Even still? Oh yeah. Or Chris O'Donnell, you know?
1: Yeah, Chris O'Donnell still got it. Now, what is the connection between Sly Stallone and Chris O'Donnell? Now,
2: are they not in the same movie? Was uh, are they in the movie together, or, or was that the Snow one? Was there a Snow one with Chris you,
0: O'Donnell? I think you're thinking of Snow Dogs.
2: No, that's um Cuba Gooding Jr.
0: Yeah. Oh no, that's um oh god with the Boat Party. Um. Speed Two Cruise Control. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, that's Jason Patrick for sure. Yeah. Jason Patrick. Wow. I like that one better because uh, a bus, a bus is, you know, the drudgery of day to day life. But on a boat speed, now I'm on vacation.
2: And I loved Sandra Bullock's hair in that. Bangs. Well, she kind of had that crimp going. Remember, she says party on the big boat, you know. Nothing says party on a big boat like crimps. She looked, yeah, it was kind of long and wavy. I'd love to try that with my hair. You
0: should. Yeah, I, I'll think about it, you know. I'm going to get on eBay and see if I can find a crimper. I'll send it to you.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, you should. Yeah, but also, I think, Pat, you were freezed out of eBay. Remember?
0: Yeah, but, um, yeah. Okay. Well, but I can use my... Oh, I I got hacked and then... But I got, I made a new account that my incel account.
2: Incel. I couldn't do it because I like S-E-X too much. Whoa. Spell it out for us. <laughs> Well, just in case the, my nieces are listening. If they're listening and
1: the first thing that they responded to was you saying the word sex, they weren't listening.
2: Well, they can't read if you're saying the letters to them. It's a weird, you know, it's just part of their thing. It makes them unique. They can read great if they're seeing it, but not if you say the letters to them. I stand there and just go, H-I, and they'd go, huh?
0: They're close, though, with that. You know, they're like dogs that way. I love dogs. I do, yeah. Same. Must love dogs. Remember that? Movie? Ah!
2: Well that's um, Diane. What's her name, right? Yeah. Diane Waste. How about, and that sexy Italian movie? Oh, was
1: that sexy? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, under the, under the, under the. I want to say Can't Fight the Moonlight, but that's because we just were talking about Coyote Ugly.
0: The Italian Job.
2: The Italian Job. It's something like that. Yeah, it's a real sexy movie, and she's gone and just kind of, you know, and she looks great. She does look so good.
0: As do you, Joe. As do you. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, I was, okay, but I, I, just, I was not fishing for the hat, okay? Hey, look. But a lot of people say I look like her, yeah. You
1: don't have to go fishing to, to reel in a big one.
0: Ah.
1: Oh, okay. That's very
2: nice. I, w- so, I wish I could.
0: <laughs> that almost sounds like a mantra. And I, I, uh, I, I feel like maybe maybe we should uh, say a mantra. And I think, Meg, um, Mags- I love
2: this. And this is when I knew I loved you, too. Because you did that. Because you remember I was crying when you told me. I started crying in the bathroom. Yep. Yeah. And, and you know,
1: there's something so special about um, three three women, you know, meeting in a bathroom in Vegas. But, but we you know, we met before. But there's something right. like really getting to know each other in a bathroom in Vegas that doesn't happen enough. And you were so vulnerable. And you were so willing to share and to talk with us and to receive our friendship.
2: I just love, I mean, I just thought what you two do is so cool and you were just so freaking cool and real and i just you know and i so i just
1: cried I we were there for you you know never in my life have i worn snakeskin capris but that night i did no i've never felt better you have worn them you gotta wear them because they were cool they looked cool i feel like there's some kind of clothes you can only pull off when you're at o'brien's in las vegas girl
2: i'm telling you you pull them off and, oh my god you know what i'm hearing when i say that just pull them off. (laughs) And I'm
1: going, I wish. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. If anybody wants to pull my pants off. Thank you. God, please. Jesus. Right.
2: Pull them off. You know, you
1: should get that tattoo. (laughs) Maybe I will. Although I feel like it wouldn't go on my skin. It would be better just to get kind of a sticker and put it on all of my pants. Yeah. I think that's a better, yeah, because you're talking about the clothes. Yeah, for sure. And if it was on my skin, maybe people would think I was trying to get them to pull my limbs off, and I don't want that. Ugh, no. Oh, gross. Well, you know, speaking (laughs) of mantra, I feel like, uh, you know, before we, you know, we've covered so much today, and... This has been an eye-opening and beautiful journey, and I'm so glad you were willing to go on this journey with us and power through. You know, we talked about some sensitive stuff. You know, you talked about your grandfather, who you never met, who had that giant
2: disease, and that's vulnerability right there. So thank you. Oh, my gosh. They, you know, it's it's just incredible to have girlfriends for this reason, you know? Amen. Remember the show, Amen? Now, which is that? That's the one with, uh, with, uh,
1: what's his name? Sherman Helmsley. And he, uh, and he was a, he was a reverend
2: and his, and then Reuben. Oh, he is so funny. Yeah. Isn't he funny? It's Sherman Helmsley. He's, he's just so funny. Oh yeah. Amen was so good. I love funny. You know, if you're funny, you can really, you can do anything in my book. Yep. I agree. And your book is a book I would read cover to cover. Well, I was going to write a book, but
1: if you, do you have a work and title for it?
2: Well, it was just, you know, I had the picture. I didn't have a title yet, but I had the pictures taken. Oh, like the jacket of the book? You got those? Yeah, just because I thought this will kind of inspire what I'm going to write. Oh. So I had a whole, like, I did some boudoir, and then I did some just kind of fun. I'll send them to you, girls. Please email us. Email me. gmail dot com, And I will text
1: a picture of it to Pat.
2: You could send it out. Yeah, because that's a... I don't mind that. Uh, did you... Have these been released publicly? Or would we be doing that? Well, you guys could do it. I mean, I have it on my Facebook, but... Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If right. They've gotten a lot of comments. I'm sure... I'm sure, like guys from high school and stuff. So eh, eh, they must be pretty good. I, you know, who knows?
1: All right, I got to ask one more follow up question, and then we'll do the mantra, and then we'll sadly say goodbye. But what, what's what's your favorite comment from somebody in high school that left on you on your picture?
2: Oh my God, what do you say? He says he he goes, is this from now or then? I'm like, oh, you're oh, you know, it's now, but. I I do look a lot of like the same
0: that comment is only second to are you sick Ah. because you look so thin
1: right oh god I hope nobody asked you that you both look beautiful but you know all right so a mantra for the week I'm gonna just go right into it because I feel like we will keep talking here it is and again written by Carol Doyle who (laughs) is a saintly woman and we love her so much here it is there is not a witness protection program in the world an ant cannot break into just saying
2: oh i love it holy
1: cow do i feel seen i feel seen you try and stop me from being an ant you try and stop me from getting at people who need an ant you can't you just can't
2: because i'll join witness protection that's right can't stop me if you can't find me right
1: Uh, oh it's so true you guys it's time and, uh, boy, does this make me sad because it, this, just this podcast recording this made me feel like we were back in Vegas again.
2: Uh, Get, I wish.
1: Well, Aunt Jo, Aunt jo the hoe, we
2: got uh, it. Oh, that's funny. I love you, though. I love you both, you know, and this is, because I'm not going to see anyone for the rest of the day, so this was really nice. God, thank you for giving us that gift. Thank you so much. Oh, uh, thank you. This is just so nice.
0: Well, we lo- we love you, Joe, and
2: I love you, Megs. Love you, Pat. Love you, Max. Love you, Pat. (laughs) All right. (laughs) She's going, you've said that to enough people.
1: Thank you so much for listening to Those Who Ant, a Baby Makers podcast, starring Colleen Doyle as your Aunt Pat and Dana Cursioli, that's me, as your Auntie Mags. Aunt Joe the Ho was played by Cecily Strong, who is truly one of the most hilarious people around. And you can catch her being one of the most hilarious people around on Saturday Night Live. Our theme song was performed by The Cues. You can follow them on Instagram at The Cues Music. And if you have any questions for us, hey, we have an email address. Did you know that? It's thosewhoant at gmail.com. Shoot us an email and we promise to answer you in roughly two months. Boy, what a week it's been. We love you. We're excited. We're all really hopeful and happy. Please stay safe, wear a mask, and for God's sakes, call your aunts.